0: As our eyes turn to education and to understanding systems that affect equity deserving groups, the challenges, achievements, and opportunities for the queer community come into focus. I am Maidian Andrade, and from the University of Toronto, this is the new normal. So, have you just graduated this
1: year, then, or last year? I'm um, in summer school. This will be my last semester, and then this I'll. This be... is
0: Victoria Mbabazi. She's just finishing her undergraduate degree with a major in mental health and minors in philosophy and, and creative writing.
1: I found like my readings now have been, like I've been much more interested in them just because I feel like they're making me understand what's going on better and they're giving it like, I don't know, just more volume and like more, like I'm having a better understanding now. I just feel like I've become a little radicalized a bit just based on, and like now I have like the backing for it. Like everything I didn't understand or like why it made me angry, just being like, queer and black and a woman like just in North America, like with these readings and like with what's going on. It's just, I feel like I have like a more educated anger, I guess. This is called Caution May Incite Violence. She wants her throat to close up as she reaches the parliament, send her body to the White House, show them a sanctioned crucifixion. She could never afford to fly, not a candidate for testing. When you go to university, like you can, it's like the biggest time for people to like realize that they're queer and that there's just something different about being able to like go to a place like a university where there's so many different kinds of people and then you find people who are like you and like that and that you can see them and you can see them every day and you can talk to them, you can spend time with them and they know you and you d- in in the way that people don't even online because like online like that's like a different life it's a different persona but like when you have someone in person it's like your whole self.
0: One thing we learn from equity deserving groups is how to be resilient, how to survive and thrive even when you're in an environment that does not affirm your right to existence. What really strikes me from talking to young people is that when we kind of think, oh, things are pretty good now, <laughs> um, they're not coming from things are pretty good now. They're coming from here's how it actually should be.
2: Intellectually, I'm like, you know, I've got your back. I'm going to support you. <laughs> right.
0: This and is Shelly Craig. To to she is a professor says, at the Factor so in wintosh to to Faculty of Social
1: Work.
2: But they're saying, no, 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 no. It needs to be here. Right. And I'm like, but you don't know how hard it was to get here. <laughs> Exactly. And so even for someone, so I, you know, middle-aged lesbian, cisgender, not all that exciting at this point, right? (laughs) Just basically run of the mill. It's really interesting because the perception from a lot of folks is that, well, you're under the umbrella, LGBT umbrella. You've been doing this work for a long time, community and university. And so you must understand. And I'm like. We have to, it's the same bridging that I would do, obviously with someone who has different racial ethnic backgrounds, somebody who's, you know, somebody who's transgender. I don't fully understand that 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 experience, but I have to create the space and create the opportunities to really help them step into that. And then we can, and then that's, I think, how how we certainly learn and grow. We found in our research, like filling in the blank writing in your your identity, that doesn't create a more welcoming environment.
0: Sometimes language is so important, not just because it validates our existence, our experience, our membership in a community, but because it allows us to name something that we've felt as a broader phenomenon.
2: It's important to name and we know that there's a lot, right? There's a lot. So I did a project query study, and um, we had about I had about seven thousand LGBT youth complete that. And so I thought like I was researcher of the year. I had the advisory board, community advisory board. We had like thirty sexual orientations listed. Wow. Because awesome. in this sort of let's, but then we had write-in options. We ended up with a hundred. And then for gender identities, it was almost the same. This is how I'm really starting to understand that very few of the folks in even their early 20s identify with the more traditional sexual orientation or gender identity labels. It's fluid because that's how they think, because they're not boxed in by the binary or the expectations that we had, right? Which I think is in some ways super exciting and liberating. So are they represented and are are we clear about um, uh, LGBT folks and all the various identities being welcome from the orientation on.
0: LGBTQ+. It's more than one community. Queer is more than one community. And the way they see strengths and challenges and learning opportunities of this time is as diverse as the people who claim those names. Once you're here, how accepted is the full range of your desire for expression of, your, of yourself? Um, how much do you feel at home in the environment? How much are you valued and welcomed and uh, made part of the, every conversation?
3: I think in my own life, my own education has just been so crucial to imagining possibilities, whether it's around my sexuality or my gender,
0: this is jessica fields she's the chair of the department of health and society at the university of toronto scarborough and a professor of sociology
3: it's not only about the courses i teach or take it's not only about the meetings i attend or the administrative tasks that we complete it's all it's a whole life right campus is a site of a life it's making room for difference and calling on all of us to do that and it's not always easy it's not always Um, our first instinct, but the campus calls us into that better self, and for queer youth, that is an enormous promise.
0: Her research examines the racialized, gendered, and sexual inequities that can compromise health and well-being, particularly how these intersect with sexual health education in school systems.
3: If we think about the, the word queer, queer is about a sexual identity, but it's also about a relationship to the normal.
0: It's the Q in LGBTQ, but it's so much more than that.
3: Right, it's about, it's really grounded in a sense that we have a somewhat agitating relationship with convention. And so it's not just about who we partner with or who, how we describe our sexuality or our genders, but it's also about a productive and resistant relationship to the usual expectations. And so if we can see that the, the queer young people are helping us think differently about what it means to go online, that they have a queer relationship to ideas about trust, for example.
0: It's foundational to my work in equity, creating a trusting space where people know that I hear and see them.
3: Maybe we could also think about how young people, queer young people, have established trust online. How do they do that? Because they do. Right, They they, they encounter sources of information, they offer information, they establish themselves as trustworthy. We could learn from them. And what does it mean to be a trustworthy and trusting person in this online space? And how might queerness, not just as a sexual or gender identity, but as a practice, help us think differently about trust?
0: How do we make sure that queer youth see themselves? in our structures, in our institutions, in our schools, that's on us. But we can ask and we can listen and we can act. I am Maydianne Andrade.
3: This is The New Normal.